You're listening to The Screw Podcast with Felicia Rose and A-Love. They're here to make you come on a journey with them as they indulge you in all of your naughtiest thoughts while navigating sex with nonchalance. And a whole lot of Crisco, of course. Hey, everybody. You're tuned into The Screw Podcast with Felicia Rose and A-Love. We have a special treat for you this week. We have a wonderful guest, Darnell. Hi. It's the fabulous fashionista of New York City, Darnell Mitchell, but it's okay. I wanted you to give your own, obviously, (laughs) introduction. You've been on our show now. This is the third time. Which is crazy. I feel like I don't even have to actually introduce you at this point. Like, yo, this is D. Our, our third member of our tribe, apparently. And I came to Queens. It's I, you know, despite I love Queens, but I've never been to Queens very Queens often. Too. So this is fun, and your apartment is absolutely lovely. Oh, thank you. Yeah, I really like the lights. Yeah, I decorated it. It's <laughs> <laughs> not my apartment. Well, we've had you on two different times, and you actually came on at our first iteration, which was what at Much Obliged Studios. Right. And then we had you during. We did a little. Pride Month, yeah. you know, lifting up voices within the queer community, and now we have you in Queens at our like fully functional studio. Yeah, no, it's super studio dope, bi- right? right? Yeah, tell exactly. everybody how dope it is. <laughs> no, it's it's like baby steps. Just like, seeing you guys continuously grow, it's amazing. This is growth. Okay, well, thank you. Uh, <laughs> uh, two steps forward and one step back. Were you sweating your ass? Oh my god, I was so hot. I would much rather be here mm-hmm. in a on a couch where I've had sex many a time. Back out. Yeah, oh. with people we all know. And oh, love, yeah, you know? yeah. yeah. <laughs> 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 um, so let's just get right into it. So we originally were going to ask you some questions about spilling some tea, but I don't think we're going to do that anymore. So I think we should just get right into some sex questions because we haven't really drilled that into you yet. Like we've, we've had you come on and we've like- scratched the surface. We've talked about your podcast and you being a promoter and all these yeah. wonderful things you do, but now I just want to talk to you about dirty yeah. fucking filthy shit. Yeah. Sure, <laughs> totally, I'm down. I'm like down can I it. sexualize you now, Darnell? Absolutely. Treat me like a piece of meat, it's Oh okay. yes. That's actually how I always had treated you in my head, so <laughs> it makes sense to treat you now in person as such. Before we get started, for anybody that doesn't know Darnell, Aside from being the fabulous fashionista of New York City, what do you identify as in the uh, scope of, of sure. life? Uh, I identified as a fabulous uh, African-American gentleman. Yeah, I guess I'd be the answer. Queer, gay, uh, lesbian, you know. Gay. <laughs> well, that's a fun way to say gay. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Like, uh, Tuesdays are a little Well, I, don't, I guess but... I don't mind the, the moniker of like, queer, um, <clears throat> just because I've like been involved with women as I've gotten older uh, in certain situations, you know, parks in London. Um, <laughs> that's actually a really yeah. interesting story. Yeah. Oh, uh, well, well, we'll get but, to that. Well, I'll elaborate on that. My nipples so, just got hard. <laughs> you know, uh, so, like, I've experimented, uh, experimented more with women as I've gotten older. I do realize that I, I love men very much so, but I wouldn't, I don't always agree with the idea of like gay straight because I think that uh, it's fluid. Yeah. And, um, so like gay in theory but queer yeah. in practice. Sure, yeah. Sure. That That's actually a perfect way to describe it. <laughs> well, we all know the binaries are bullshit anyway. Yeah. Anyway, we no all one can be one of like Specific, it's like right. straight men. If you get your dick straight men, if you get your dick sucked <laughs> by me, it doesn't mean that you're gonna sleep with men all the time. Yeah. Just because at one time you got right, your dick like sucked. you and I are an exception to a lot of the rules. I feel like Aaron too. Like we end up actually 
fucking people that are outside of what would normally fuck us. And we're like, yeah, no, it's cool. You can still call yourself a straight dude, even though I just pegged you or whatever. Yeah, totally. Yeah, you are. Now take it, bitch. (laughs) So, okay. So that, I just wanted to kind of break the ice so that people understand when we do these 20 questions things, obviously we want to make enough stuff vague because it's interesting to hear the queer experience through vague general questions. But also we do cater to the fact that like, I'm not going to ask a straight dude about cruising. Sorry, that's not a thing. That means yeah. you go to jail. So like, it's like, there's a, there's a difference. So that's sort of why I wanted to open it up with what you identify as. You cool. ready? I'm you ready? ready. Are you strapped in and ready? I'm always strapped in. What's your favorite position of choice? Techni- uh, well, I don't know if you would call it missionary, but it's not missionary, but it is missionary. So like me on my back, the gentleman thrusting, and kissing and hands on the back and buttocks. Oh, so it, you get that's like your sweet spot, right? Oh there. yeah, because if I can if I can kiss you and grab your back and grab your butt, so I need a guy with a butt. Yeah. Um, but my my thighs get really like tired after a while. They're like <laughs> laying up for too long. You gotta do a little yoga. I gotta do a little yoga. I gotta prepare. Like I'm not a person that like just has like random sex I'll like blow you randomly but like sex I've got to like stretch (laughs) cause I'm old no I feel like I bend down I gotta crack all the backs yeah exactly (laughs) I like bend in my knees sound like an old addict it's just I gotta prepare myself for it see I like that now I'm like you know it's kind of like the you know a little bit of warm up you know yeah you like crack the neck you're like alright let's go it's like it's like I often get fucked in that same position I'm a very bottom so like I have like the legs behind the ears off so you gotta do a little stretch before. I'm not that bendy. Like, uh, I try, but like. Well, I'll stretch your hammies later. Oh, nice Or I don't mind being on top because then I can control everything and you just lay there. Yeah, I'll, you look pretty. I'll handle the rest. Yeah. <laughs> like, just look pretty. Yeah. Yeah. Well, that, that, oh, I have a lot of visuals now. Um, although I have watched you do stuff a lot. Oh yeah, you have seen me. Yeah. Oh yeah? Yo, yeah, you forget? totally have. We, we like bonded over that. Yeah, I forgot <laughs> that. Anyways, <laughs> I've seen you in very compromising. <laughs> Can you tell us the last time you had sex and uh, what about that sexual scenario or any kind of sex for that matter, not necessarily penetrative, but what about that scenario stood out to you, if anything? Or so like a funny story or anything? Uh, no, it was this gentleman that I had met online and he lived very close to me, like three blocks. Nice. Uh, he had this very nice apartment. Is that the last guy? Oh no, he wasn't the last guy. Okay, <laughs> so and I used to work at this bar and I was like on grind there and there was a guy at the end of the bar and I was like, oh my God, I think it's that guy. The bartenders thought it was hilarious because they're my friends. And then I was just like, oh, I'm totally gonna fuck that guy. And then he laughed and we were talking on Grindr and then he lived literally like next door to it. So then I went to his apartment and slept with him. Oh, that's um, And he gave me egg rolls afterwards. I was oh, really shit. excited about it. He just happened to have a bunch of egg rolls and I enjoyed it immensely. See, that's sweet. Yeah, right? You should get like, you should have like, that should be a Grinder like advertisement. Yeah. Like come with egg rolls. And then I, I went like back to the bar and like continue drinking. Oh, fuck <laughs> yeah. Well, because like, you sobered up from the egg rolls and sex. Yeah, and I was like, it's not. Did you fuck again? Like was the egg rolls the fuck? No, 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 no. I, I was, he had to go to bed. Um, <laughs> so I just, I just drank the rest of the night. Because most of the, I sleep with a lot of men who are older. He was, how old was he? 45, 48, something like that. Oh, I don't know. 
I know. But the egg rolls was like the highlight for you? Yeah, the egg rolls were really good. Everything else was good. He was a little bit too passive for me. Oh, okay. Now, it's like, when I say fuck my face, I like literally mean it. Like, yeah, like yeah. why are you so hesitant? Yeah. Am I crying yet? No. Yeah. Let's go. <laughs> exactly. I'm giving you the go ahead. <laughs> Tell my that. eyelashes fall to the floor. We're not doing this right. Exactly. I'm I'll tell you when to stop. Yeah, and that's when I'm dying. Um, <laughs> please crush my larynx through my throat. Um, what's your? I can't read your handwriting. Hooligan scene? Oh, hookup. <laughs> Hooligan. <laughs> what's your queer hookup scene? So you just mentioned uh, going on the internet or being at a bar, but what is like your queer hookup scene of choice locally or wherever? I'm typically at a bar. At a bar. It happens a lot at a bar. It happens. Even oh God, do you like that experience better? That kind of natural like yeah, I think in so. Real life kind of. Like. My issue is that it uh, happened at that bar actually. <coughs> weeks before the other time is that uh, I meet a lot of again men who identify as straight uh, at that bar because I'm typically drunk and dancing and having fun, and then they like bring me aside and then they say, "Oh, I found you really attractive." I'm like, "Oh, great!" And then. Next thing you know, uh, and I like want to stop doing that, but it happens all the time. Why do you want to stop doing it? Um, well, because uh, not that I want to stop doing it, but like I like I'm just confusing you, sir. <laughs> <laughs> like, and it's fun, but I'm just like uh, I don't want to. I don't want to be because I'm there so frequently. I don't want to. What is it called? Shit when you're wearing... Shit when you're Yeah. Um, <laughs> yeah. I don't want to walk into that bar and, like, be like, oh, my God, I've sucked all of your dicks. Like, I don't yeah. want that yeah, to ever happen. Yeah, yeah. That can feel a little daunting. Yeah. Because I'm not going to pay any attention to you guys. I'm just going to drink. So I want you to be aware that, yes, I've sucked your dick, but I really want nothing else to do with you afterwards. One day, like, four are going to walk up at once for yeah, a week. Like, no, no. <laughs> or actually, maybe, yes, yes. But, and, like, it depends on how many drinks I've had at that point. Right, right. No, I, feel, I feel you. Oh, man. I like that. I like that, um, the, the whole imagery in my head of, like, the four people coming up to you. Like, I know. That's actually, like, it was a very visual thing. I imagine Darnell, like, kind of, like, a few drinks in and, like, looks over his shoulder and sees, like, four then dudes coming. There's a dick like, on my, like, shoulder. I was <laughs> trying to whisper in your ear at once. I accidentally often fuck in the same friend pool and then I, I'll sit there and I'll be, like, watching something online and I'm like, oh, sh-, or, like, looking at a photo. I'm like, that six people I've had sex with. Oh, yeah. I, tr- I try to make sure you don't know a single person I know um, yeah, that's, nice. awesome. like, that's probably a good pop I mean I'm a big fan of don't shit where you eat like, yeah I don't like to fuck in my neighborhood because I think you know it's like it's different like you know unless you're gonna like date somebody like yep. it's like I don't you know like people see you on the whereas sidewalk, like I've picked like, somebody up on the corner of my street and brought them into my apartment now I've picked people up on the pot. street but I go to their apartment I don't allow people to come to my apartment. Yeah, well, that's how women get murdered, so. Um, lucky you. <laughs> that's true. I have to risk getting bed bugs because I don't want to get murdered. One or the other. Bed bugs murder, bed bugs murder. At least, like, my roommates will hear if I'm calling out for them. Do you do any kind of cruising? Like, do you go to any parks or anything like that? I used to, but I don't anymore. Uh, I think probably my. Like when I was younger in the city, like uh, the, the, what is it, Chelsea, yeah. the, that area, like mm-hmm. all those places. Um, when I was, I would this, would this be a good opportunity for that London story? 
Sure. Yeah. Yes. That is very cruisy. Oh, because I have two London stories. Um, so there's a place in London called The Vault. Okay. Uh, you go there, you pay seven pounds, nine dollars. Uh, and you walk in, you give someone, you, uh, uh, they give you a ticket and you take off your clothes. Uh, you walk <laughs> All of your clothes? Uh, someday, uh, someday, it depends on what time you go there. If it's before 6 p.m., uh, you have your underwear on and your shoes. If it's after, no underwear. Uh, <laughs> but just the shoes. But your shoes. Because, okay. you know, it's nasty. Yeah, uh, know. And you get one free drink ticket. And then there's like uh, one, two, two, three major rooms, like two hallways, and then like some like secluded areas. And you just walk around. That's um, like the rainbow thing. Astoria. Oh, I don't know that. Oh, it's like that rainbow playground or something like that. It's basically like a bunch of abandoned like cubicle office spaces and guys wander around in just their boots and like, you know, there's a bunch of little rooms if you want yeah. privacy, but there's also like, you know, like a row of couches. All the that's, it's the actually exactly like, like that. Yeah. 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 So oh, I remember like I walked in there was just like, and it's awkward because everyone's kind of like waiting for the first person to like make the move. And I walked and like, there was like five guys on the couch and they all looked Great. And I was just like, oh yeah, shout out to Brian. Uh, I told you I was going to shout you out, especially in the sex story. Uh, <laughs> oh, hi, Brian. <laughs> I'm going to follow you. <laughs> um, and they were all laid out and I just go, okay, I'm going to blow every single one of you. And I just went down the line. Um, Ooh, it was nice. fun. I, I think I went there like three times. Um, on my trip to London, I was really excited. Uh, you are like a really like an oral sub to the fullest. I love it. I, I love so it like hard. oral. It's just yeah, it's fun. It's easy. You're so good at it. You when I watch your, when I need to honestly like get some motivation behind a blowjob, like to really do a good job, I go back and watch the videos that you sent me. Because I'm a really aggressive like dick sucker. You like you are my like. You're my visionary as far oh, as like, muse. yeah. You're my you're my blowjob muse actually. Oh, that's so sweet. Yeah, like you really give it your one hundred. And t- there's only one other porn I've ever seen that is as like I feel enthusiastic. Like I, I feel like I want to label like this the the BJ muse like. Oh yeah, that's my that's my a, new inter- moniker. Interview with Darnell. Yes, yeah, please yeah. do. Okay, perfect. Um, <laughs> and then <laughs> no Tusa. I'm gonna get you a locket that says BJ muse inside. <laughs> I want to say I was 29, so I was going, uh, so whenever I would go to London, I would stay with a friend for like two weeks. Um, uh, I would stay with a friend for like two weeks, and then I would like go to another country in between that, and I was going to Ireland and Scotland. Uh, We went out to uh, this place uh, in Camden uh, to see this band, and I like kept locking guys with the drummer, and then the drummer said, oh, I'm by, and we just started hanging out, and the next thing I know, we were outside, and my friends were like, are you gonna stay? I was like, sure, I'm gonna, well, I looked at him, and I said, am I gonna stay? He was like, yeah, you're gonna stay. I was like, I'm gonna, <laughs> I'm gonna stay. Nice, um, nice chat. Am I? Yep. And then we, uh, we went to a, like, uh, what do they call it, off-license, or deli, and he bought Jack, and then we were gonna go to the park, Hyde Park, um, and oh. he dropped it because we were drunk. And then I went back into the deli and I convinced him to sell me another one. And in that time, he was talking to this 19-year-old, like very slim young lady uh, at the bus stop. Uh, when I walked out, I was like, "Who is she? Like, what's going on?" And then um, he was like, "Oh, we're gonna go to the park. Do you want to come to the park with us?" And she was like, "Sure." And in my head, like, I was like, "Ma'am, I'm really glad that you, you know." 
this is adventure for you, but you should probably not be going to the park at like 1.30 in the morning with two random guys, but yeah. live your best life. Uh, <laughs> and yeah, we went to the park and we all fold around. And then I had to go. I like in the middle of it, I was like, I gotta go. Can I, I ask really you like what you, you had with her? A three-way in Hyde Park. Mm -hmm. Like, and not even like, it was like at your door. Like if you were walking by the fence, you could see us. We were at the first tree. Uh, so you like, weren't even trying that. No, it was That's all hot. bad decisions. Uh, <laughs> uh, her and I made out and like no penetration. Everything else was like fine, but no, like uh, I did not focus in that area very much. Uh, everything else was very smooth and very nice. She was very lovely, uh, but I was just like, I gotta go. I just can't. I, I don't live here. They, like, they're gonna send me back. Um, <laughs> I'm gonna get kicked out. I gotta, go to, I gotta go to Scotland in the morning. Literally, I have like a, uh, a plane at like 9 a.m. I really need to go home. Uh, what is it? You're, uh, like, I feel like the sex stuff always happens the night before you leave. Right? It always happens. Go to your next Every time. You can, like, for there's been times too. where I've been in, like, India and, like, the sex doesn't, like, you're, like, there for, like, three weeks and, like, like, it doesn't happen, it doesn't materialize. And then you have, like, a like, fucking plane like, in two at, like, hours. At, 7 a.m. And, and you're, like, like suck and eat dicks. So, and you're, like, what the fuck? fucking? <laughs> Normally, like, it's such a rush, but, like, Hell I yeah. really have to go. Um, I need to fuck you and go. <laughs> like, are we there? <laughs> That's that's hot. Damn, I like that story. So, um, what do you? You kind of touched on this, but what do you look for in a sexual partner? Like maybe something that you'd have repeat sex with, not just like a hookup. This is gonna sound really cliche. Someone that's funny. Like, well, I wanna, I wanna be able to have fun with you beforehand, sleep with you, and then have fun with you afterwards. I don't wanna immediately wanna leave. Fuck yeah. yeah. Um, Fuck I want to, like, yeah. eat a sandwich with you and, like, talk yeah. about, like, YouTube videos or something stupid. I, I used to, like, I don't, we weren't, I don't know if you would call it dating, but, like, we would, like, see each other, I guess it was dating, we'd see each other, like, once a week, we'd go out for, like, dinner, uh, I'd come, we'd go to the movies, uh, I'd come over to his house, and he didn't have, uh, cable, which I loved, uh, so I think we watched one movie there at his house, but he had a big, uh, record player. And we would just sit there and listen to music together. He was English. Aww. He was like 45 and he was English. I was like 24. And it was uh, it was really, really sweet because we would do that and then he would fuck me for two hours. And it was unbelievable. He was very good at what he was doing. Uh, and then we would just chill and relax and talk. And I'd always spend the night and we'd have breakfast in the morning together. and like. So it was like good foreplay and good like aftercare, yeah. afterplay. Just like, have a bottle, two bottles out. of wine, just chill. And like yeah. literally just because there was no TV, we were just talking for You'd five You'd have hours. to enjoy each other. Yeah, we enjoyed each other's company, um, which is always great. But I like, that's what I like. I want to be able to enjoy your company. Right. You know, even if we just sit there and watch wrestling afterwards, I'm totally down for that. Yeah. Like, Wink, wink, people out there listening. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> he likes long walks on the beach. Watching wrestling. <laughs> um, no, I'm, I feel like I'm the, not to insert myself into everything, but I feel like I'm similar. Like, I, I actually, RJ, who was on recently, answered that same question, answered similarly, too. Like, somebody that you can have, like, an intelligent conversation with, but also, yeah. like, goof around with. Like, it's the same way. Like, just people that you can enjoy. Like, we're having sex. It's really fucking awkward. Yeah, like, a hookup is fine when it's, I'm never going to see you again, yep. fine. It's like a one and done and you're, you maybe fuck my brains out. As subs, we can, like, relate in that way. But as far as, like, the full scope of 
like wanting to maybe do it again i want somebody that i actually don't want to like dread waking up to yes like, if i have to think about like waking up to you and i'm like watching the hours go by every hour on my watch that's a problem or there are times there are guys who I, I i don't necessarily care for in that particular sense uh but the sex is good right. but they get it they get when i come over right right, like, right do you want a glass of water yeah cool and then Close you're fucking off, up and yeah. then like we're... but it's also respectful there has to be respect there too yeah. like it's respectful but they also we get both to the know point. what this is right. like hey how are you good how's work good yeah you want something to drink yeah yeah. All right. Uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Where sometimes the, like, there's no foreplay because you don't have any to do. Yeah, it's, and that's it's fine. fine. It's totally fine with me. I'm the same way. But yeah, a repeat has to be an intellectual thing. Um, what is your biggest pet peeve in the bedroom? Like that people maybe just do. Over, being over, over concerned with things that are happening. Okay. So, uh, am I hurting you? Did I say you were? If I don't say it, keep going. Do you think that's or, about you not establishing like boundaries ahead of time or safe words, or or is it that they no, just? No, because I don't just... have I don't have like very rough sex or it's normal okay. sex. Oh. I'm just a loud moaner and like so. Oh, they like, yeah. like check it on you. Yeah, yeah. Okay. and I'm just like yeah. and I'm just like yeah. Keep I get going. it. Because what Aaron used to moan, I used to at first be like, "Is he right?" And then I'd be, like, "Oh yeah, he's just it's enjoying like, himself." Yeah. <laughs> keep keep going and it's like it like loses the, See, uh, the stamina because people are not used to having like just free and noisy sex like I realize how much shame people have even around sex noise I mean we know people are ashamed around sex to begin with but like their shame around sex noises like never ceases to amaze me yeah like, like like, if you're feeling, ple like, I get it, like, some people are quiet or whatever, but, like, you know, to me, it means somewhere in, like, their life, like, something has stunted them for, or shamed them yeah. for, like, Oh, they were like, you're making, you're making too much noise. Or enjoying yeah. it yeah. too much. Nothing, Don't enjoy sex too much. Nothing is worse to me than a completely silent oh, I could never do individual that, that I'm, ha woman or man. It doesn't matter if you are completely fucking silent in the bedroom and I cannot hear that you're enjoying yourself at all. I Why can't I continue. Here? I can't continue because even if you're having the best time of your life, it's not triggering me to continue. This is awkward. I'm bouncing on your body with my titties out. I'm, you know, face down, ass up. I don't know what's going on back there. I can't see. Right. <laughs> How right. dare you not say anything, right. even at least like let out a breath or something you know those super silent so it's same I, and, I, uh, and as someone who was very like oral inclined like especially if you're not making noise there I'm like wait do you like your balls do you like do you not right. like them that's like, the other tell thing tell me do you want it slow do you want it fast right. oral what do you is, need oral is totally me? up to how that person jerks off typically yeah so if you don't guide me that way I don't know how close I am to making you come I don't know how far away I am I don't know if I the thing I was doing 10 minutes ago was better than the thing I'm doing now yeah give me a little signal like ugh you know? <laughs> yeah, and, and, like, I'll, trust me, I'll keep doing that as long as you let me know that what I'm doing is the right thing right. to be doing. Right. Mm -hmm. <laughs> I love it. <laughs> Have you ever fucked around on public transportation, like a bus, a subway, anything like that? <clears throat> Have I ever? No. Would you do you think? Oh, yeah, sure. But I have not. So um, you, you do like public stuff? Oh, yeah, I don't mind it at all. Doesn't bother me. 
doesn't yeah. bother you. That's <laughs> quite the way to say it. It doesn't bother me. Yeah, just, I, <laughs> Does I, it turn I, I you on, or is it just... Yeah, like, like it's like a, a porn, like, hub search. It's like Metro. Yeah, uh, right. Like, stuff yeah. like that. Girls yeah, totally. Titty sucked on train, yeah. I've never, uh... I don't, I don't think I've ever... No, I haven't done it. I, I feel like I'm not sure about that. I but feel I, like by I, the I next don't. time you come back on, you should probably get a story. Or two yeah, I, I, I feel like I should too. Um, what is a sex toy that you either have used or really want to use? Like, what's something that I don't like sex toys. Why? Do I don't. I? Uh, I don't know. Well, because I think uh, is it that like stopping and like interrupting the freedom of it to like you know like a dildo does nothing uh, nothing for me because again uh, I don't know I I don't think I've said it actually but uh, you know it's not something I do with everyone mm-hmm. so like even the stimulation of that does doesn't do much for me okay uh, like flashlight just doesn't do much for me I like watching other people doing it. Right, um, right, right. I guess I don't I don't know if this is considered a sex toy, but the only thing I could think of that I would like would be handcuffs. Okay. On the other person. On the other person. Not I. Interesting. Because no. I can see you as a sub. Yeah, but I I I I, I a am a sub, though. but like I'm a sub in the way of again because I love oral. The best thing I love about oral is that you think you're in control, but I'm oh. actually in oh. control. Oh my god! So like me. you being in handcuffs and me being able I'm to take care of it. I'm a dom in the streets, a dom in a blowjob, and a sub in the sheets. Yeah, that's yeah. If you think you're in control during a blowjob, you're fucking wrong. Because I'm controlling the situation. Exactly. So, yeah. like, the idea of a gentleman in uh, handcuffs. A gentleman in handcuffs. A gentleman in handcuffs. By the way, <laughs> we, we are wearing suit. You're not wearing a suit. I'm You're not. not a suit. But, like, that's why I'm your mommy today. <laughs> <laughs> I'm your daddy and mommy all at once. Um, what's the... Okay, well, we sort I don't know if this... Maybe you didn't answer it. What's the weirdest place you've had sex? Where you were kind of like, eh, I don't know if I would have done that again. <laughs> I can barely think, well, well, because I've had sex in bathrooms, I've had sex in cars, I've well, had sex in parks. Really, like, Did anything really skeeve you out? Did, were you ever like face down ass up and you look over and you're like, that faucet is filthy. What am I doing here? Anything like that? That's what I think of when I think of weird. <laughs> no, I haven't because I, I have walked into people's places and I've been like, you know what? This is not for me. And I've made it. an excuse. Yeah. Uh, to get out. Like, yeah. luckily, a lot of people have fucking cats, and I am allergic to cats. That's me So, too. if I see a cat, I'm like, you know what? So sorry. No, it's okay. No, no, it's not okay. I've got to go. Right. Um, but, like, and anything... it's dirty. If, like, yeah, and I will, I will walk out fairly quickly. That's funny, yeah. because, once again, RJ answered that question the exact same way. So, you two are... And you met him, right? Yes, I well, had lunch with him. Shout out to RJ. Yeah. yeah, shout out to RJ. We had lunch on Monday, and it was very, it was very, it was very sweet, because we've never met, and it uh, felt like we had known each other for a very long time, and I really appreciated that. Uh, and he's a sweetheart, so I like him a lot. That's nice. Bye. He wasn't very nice to me, but that's nice that everybody else had a wonderful experience. <laughs> <laughs> well, since I kept bringing... Just because we did the 20 questions with him, that's why I keep like... But yeah. like you guys have very similar answers in some of these ways, which is entertaining because I enjoy you and I don't him, so it's interesting. <laughs> um, Aaron, it's now your questions. Oh, okay. I'm just... Was that 10 questions? Yeah. Oh, okay. I, I'm just gonna like jump into some like, you know... What does, what does queer liberation mean to you? Oh wow! I was like, I was like, where is this gonna go? Uh, <laughs> queer liberation. I don't, I don't know the, the the answer to that question, but like for me, it, I guess it would be 
being able to get to the point where it's weird because it's like when people say, oh, well, we shouldn't have to um, bring up the fact that, for example, I'm a queer person of color. We shouldn't have to bring up the fact that I'm sure. a queer person of color, but we have to bring up the fact that I'm a queer person of color because my voice doesn't actually get the traction that uh, it needs to to uh, evolve us as humanity. Right. So I think real queer liber uh, liberation is like when we started where uh, you know we shouldn't have to do it but we have to do it but then now we really actually don't have to do it because we all understand it right like where respect is like is assumed because like you own it already yeah where like you're queer and you operate in a queer space but it's just it's not like it's not such an identity thing yes you know like i'd say all the time like what a hassle for us to still be like struggling with the idea that you can't just be somebody struggling a young person struggling in the world you have to be a young person struggling with this, this, and this, and this other kind of like comorbidity attached, like some other awful thing for you to have to fucking deal with. Like, I don't want kids to have to come out. They should right. just. We yeah. lived hey, in mom, this. Mom, I have a boyfriend. And hey, I have so a girlfriend. So, right. You know? We lived Absolutely. in this bubble of what we thought was euphoria, just because we saw some changes being made, and because of that, intersectionality wasn't propped up the proper way. And it wasn't until now, probably the last three years, I would say, that we really see it as like, no, it, yes, a queer person of color needs to have a voice, a white person that is, you know, queer, okay, fine, but like, where do, where do we make sure that we're doing the right thing so that we can get to that point that you are both talking about, right. which is what we thought we were at and we realized all of a sudden we had a lot to shake us up and we're like oh shit we are nowhere near that <laughs> yeah, my, right. my brothers and sisters next to me are not having the voices heard that they need to for example when i make a comment online about say the queer community versus if you do what does it look like because i'm a white woman yeah. versus a black man and that is what we need to really make sure that we not only support but we elevate the voices of and then also we do say that it matters and it's not just well i don't see color yes you fucking do and we all do let's fucking talk about it when someone the says elephant I don't is see the room yeah. the elephant in the room is that's that you're living worthy. in a fucking world that doesn't exist if you don't see color yeah that's we great do, you don't see it i have see to see it every color. day we need to see it so that we can make sure that we identify when we are not making sure everybody else is propped up before well, us well and part of the, part of doing that is we really have to take down this glossy hollywood idea that like somehow overall like queer is like a bougie class in general and doesn't like isn't struggling with like things everyday people are struggling i see a lot of like plastic imagery in a way for like token queer characters yeah and like you know you're like wow we are all supposed to be fun and bubbly we have no struggle whatsoever other than being gay how fucking one-dimensional are being we? gay or having aids right right it's like exactly. one or the other the terrible duo you can be this or this kind of gay person and like oh no we're all cool and we only like you like if you're like you know kind of friendly and saying yeah i support family values and like yeah da -da -da -da. i'm gonna have Passes a white picket fence and right. two adopted kids because i'm a white gay guy right and it's great. More power to you if you want it. But like people, I read some study the other day that said that said overall, like queer folks in general, like there's 26 percent more in poverty or something than like oh, wow. the regular population. So you know, when when we have these images of like what queer looks like, you know, I think part of that is having that conversation. It doesn't just look like this. It doesn't just look like that. Well, we got it. That's why we have to take down shit like bumper sticker gay HRC bullshit, where we go to the website and there's like maybe 
one person of color and everybody else is just a white well, queer person. Like the biggest donators are like like corporations that like donate to like a, you know, they, they donate to everything. They don't care, right? They right. they they're taking money from people that donate to like Republican conservative ideals and like the other. They're like it's become neutral and it's uh, or I would even say neuterized where you like take money from those kind of sources. How yeah, you there, it's not it's not mission. the radical queer that we need it to be. So okay, oh, yeah. sorry, we totally hijacked. <laughs> that. Oh, oh no, no, what is it? It's okay. I'm gonna say something else. Yeah, I'm cool. just thinking, um, no, because it. it it also reminds me of, uh, I don't really watch comedy specials or not like my thing. If I watch a comedy set, uh, special, it's typically like either someone who is queer or it's a black woman. Because right. I just think that they're significantly funnier because right. uh, they actually have to like try. Um, but um, what's the gentleman's name from Aziz Ansari or whatever? Yeah. He was on Netflix and I was like, oh, I was at work and I was on break and I like watched it. Mm-hmm. Uh, and he gave a great line that I loved and he was just sort of like, you know, one of the most frustrating people and most annoying people in the world is recently woke white people. And I was like, <laughs> oh my God, you're so true. Because even like in correlation of like the idea of queer liberation, there are um, also conversations that, uh, you know, the, the I See Color is a perfect example where they think that that is them actually being supportive right. uh, and trying to uplift me, and it's not. Right. And at the same time, there were times where I'm just sort of like, this situation doesn't bother me, it's not important to me. And to them, they're like, well, it should be important to you. It's like, no, no, Don't I'm the person me. that gets to tell you <laughs> what's actually important and right. like deals with me. Like, I understand you're trying to be supportive, but these are certain like microaggressions that I have to do with every single day. And this is not important it's, to me right now. Right. It's like, and it's this not up for the other people to decide, hey, hey, aren't you offended? Excuse it's, me. It's top down allyship. Yeah, <laughs> like, it's, look at like Twitter, like even like wrestling Twitter, when like something happens and like uh, racially motivated and, ever, and people just kind of go, oh, well, you should be, black people should be mad at it. It's like, you know, let black people tell you what we're going to be mad at. Like, right, it's, right. it's okay. Calm down. We, we really aren't thinking right. about this or worrying about like, That's no, why it's it like, it's like, like, take a fucking beat, white woke people, you know, like, give it a second to breathe, like, listen to what other people are saying before you fucking jump on some, like, actually, no one cares what you have to say, maybe don't say anything, retweet to support. Do you know, you know? Shannon from Mary Mark's podcast? Yes. Um, she, oh, fuck, I forget what it was, it's something that happened a couple of weeks ago, and I was listening to her podcast, and she was like, you know, I had, like, immediate thoughts about this. But I stopped what I was doing. I listened to uh, Kat. I listened to Darnell. I should right. just name these people. Right. Like, yeah. I wanted to see what they said first before I formed an opinion. That's oh, yeah. 100%. Uh, and I was just like, yeah, that's like actually how. I mean, she's that's queer. Being, she's queer as well. And, but like, well, right. She was on our podcast before during the, the yeah, queer she was, yeah, yeah, but yeah. I was just like, that's how you like yeah. actually like uh, sort of uplift and like listen and learn is just kind of like taking a step back and it's okay to take a step back. Yeah. I take a step back and, and that's what I have to fucking learn. Shout out to Mary Marks for, for always being supportive of this podcast. Absolutely. They're yeah. fantastic. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, yeah, give them a listen as Richard well. Richard and Shannon, absolutely, yeah. But I agree. People take a beat and stop worrying about your voice being heard or or, or making sure people know that you're an ally because if you're truly an ally, you don't have to say, say a word sometimes. Yeah, and just a simple retweet of a person that is in a more marginalized situation than you are is sometimes way more helpful than saying anything yourself. I know we're dragging. No, no. Drag. Okay. Drag, 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 well, one of the example, a perfect, uh, no, that's gonna be shady. Not gonna say that. Okay, okay. I'll say that bit. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> like a 
wrestler who like always surprises me whenever I interact with him and who I, I feel like I can call a friend. I, I did a podcast with him for, I used to work for Capital Wrestling, as people know. Uh, you might not know, now you know. Mm-hmm. And there's a wrestler, his name is Ken Dixon. He's like a big burly guy, yeah. like missing one a tooth. tooth. <laughs> like, uh, I like how that's what we both said. <laughs> one tooth. Big beard. Like, and he is the most supportive, nicest person. Like when... You know, I was having a couple of rough weeks, and he was one of the first people to message me as well, as well as you. Uh, He was like, you know, are you coming to Capitol in uh, December? I want to see you. And I'm just like, I wasn't going to go, but now I'm totally going. Um, And, like, he's an example of someone who, like, retweets and supports, and, like, the second something's going wrong, he's like, no, fuck you. And it's just like, that's kind of, like, the cool way to do it. Right, He's just like, I'm going to step he away, takes a breath. I'm he gonna takes let a moment. Yep. you do this, but if you fuck with him, I'm gonna fuck you up. Right, uh, right. And I like that. Uh, he's shout awesome. Out, shout out to him because he's supported all of my sex work stuff and like the fact that like, whenever I get fired for play, like he he's the first person to also take a beat, not say anything, but still show support in yeah. other ways, retweeting, elevating voices. That's the thing to you do. You should see our DMs. Our DMs is literally just him and I just sharing each other. I did, I just like um, I sent him dog videos because we really like dogs. Aww. So I just sent him one of a pit bull like who uh, was deaf. And so his owner was saying, you want to go for a walk? And like the pit bull obviously understands it and so freaking out. Oh, so, the pit bulls be silent. Yeah, it was so, so cute. So we literally just sent videos like that back and Yeah, he's there. like a doll. He's always been nothing but super cordial and sweet to me. So Actually, he's really yeah. mean. Yeah. I mean, yeah, no, uh, K-Fabe, yeah. Yeah, big muscles. <laughs> All right, I have lighter questions. Sorry. <laughs> no, no, no. That was the deepest. That was a good question. That's the deepest we'll get. <laughs> That's not what I've ever told a guy. Hey. Uh, sorry. <laughs> Z's. It's important. One has to talk about it. Um, do you know your number and do you care to share? Uh, I don't know my number. Oh. Um, I know that uh, I want to say sexual intercourse is. I stopped counting when I was like 25 and I was at like 50 for sexual intercourse. Right. I'm sure I'm at 100. Uh, oral sex. Pfft. 250. I love this. <laughs> like, I was hoping, honestly, I, I kind of guessed in my head what the, your ratio would be. It's, nailed, it's a it. lot. Like, um, no, it's not. It's whatever. I'm, you know, I have safe sex and, you know, right. and that's course. all that matters. Oh, yeah, yeah. No, it's but not a lot. I was, I was saying, that's, a, that's low. You need to get right. out there and get your ass to 270 <laughs> by tonight. No, I always say it's not about the number. It's about your shame over your number regardless. Of yeah, I don't care. Like, like, have it or motivate it. That's a good number. I like that. It's healthy that's a that's a healthy number for your age yeah it's also weird because uh, this is weird because i it's weird but it's not weird because i'm i'm very uh i'm very open about like my sexual like right. proclivities especially like my friends um it's one of the things that i do which might be a little harsh sometimes but like in the first like week or so if i meet you we're all hanging out i i might say man that guy's got a great fucking ass like, <laughs> and if you yeah. and if you immediately go Man, I don't feel comfortable with that. I go, okay, we're gonna have to get used to it because I just heard you say it's four other women. Like, yes. So what we're gonna do is we're gonna be even. Mm -hmm. And like, if you wanna say someone's attractive, that's cool. If I say someone's attractive, that's cool. Uh, But it's funny now because now my like straight guy friends, they. Uh, we're like, yo, man, I was like walking, I saw this guy, and he had the fattest ass, and I thought of you. <laughs> and I'm like, thank you. That's actual progress. There you go. Is that oh, you yeah. were like, hey, that guy's got a great ass because you can notice uh, yeah. it. I like, try to make every man in my life at least a little bit bisexual. I'm like, yeah. come on. How good would it be if 
my blowjob skills were like times 20. <laughs> AKA, I'm just like, yo, let Darnell blow you. <laughs> okay, true so that's actually happened like three times where I was it's like, yo, let actually. Darnell blow you. Because <laughs> I'm like, yeah, yeah, good old, really? Come on. Anyway, sorry. No, but yes. I, I love you so much. Yeah, it's such yeah. a funny bone. That's a fuck shame. It's like, again, it's about like calling out respect. Like, this ain't about fucking that you, shit. It's about do you want this? people People can hear the variety of like queer sexual experience and like, you know what? Like, decide what's for you and what's not for you. But if you don't hear it, you don't have any ideas. Yeah. My big thing lately is like, where do we get our queer education to? If it's not from our yeah. our peers and the other other people that we know. Well, and that's why we we're tagged as people? education. Because honestly, I think if you're fucking 14 and up, you absolutely should listen to our podcast. You learn a lot. There, people are like so excited to learn about what a gynecologist appointment is like because right. I said it in gory goddamn detail. Or how to clean your detail. asshole. Like, you yeah. Know, like, these Those are, are things you things. learn. How many times has a little queer baby boy come to me and been like, Mama Felicia, how do I clean my asshole? And I'm like, oh, come sit on my lap and let me teach you. R- I re- look, RJ, we like you, but like, I know we're like putting you over a lot. Um, oh, no. He did, <laughs> he did give this tweet that I thought was hilarious. He was like, if you don't like getting your ass eat, you clearly right. have never washed your ass thoroughly and I was like right. that is a really good point. I think I retweeted it because it feels yeah, amazing in both situations yeah you're yeah. usually just self-conscious about something going on either you have a hairy bum or which is <coughs> fine you don't by the way nobody there's cares nothing wrong if you're bum. the same way there's nothing wrong with a hairy snatch the same way there's nothing wrong with a hairy dick <coughs> you know what I mean like you just push it to the side nobody cares lick the butt <laughs> Nobody gives a shit as long as that shit is fresh. You know what? Go to always carry on some baby wipes. Go to the bathroom, yep. wipe your butt. It's no one sticking the tongue inside unless you green light that shit. That's actually my uh, my rule whenever I go to anyone's house. Dude, I have a I put my stuff down. I go, can I use the restroom? Right. Triple check. Then because you ask for a glass of water. You watch them pour the glass of water because you don't know people. You don't want to get rid of it. You drink the water. Swivel around, get your mouth ready. Yeah. I'll toy it, and then you go to town. Yeah, I do. Well, I'm like a sour patch girl because I need to salivate, like activate my salivation glands because I have a lot of cotton off because. (laughs) (laughs) So the same thing, and that's the thing. A lot of people don't understand. Like, yo, you could get a zesty butt from like a ten minute drive. Honestly, you really can. If your butt cheeks are big, you could get a zesty bum. All you gotta do is baby wipe that because if you did a a thorough clean, and all you gotta do is just a fresh and just a shush. Or take a little soap from the soap dispenser, wash we it, should see wipe if, it yeah, We should see if we can get baby wipes to sponsor us. Oh my god. I swear, we put baby wipes we, over. Yeah, there's like man wipes, that's a thing. Man wipes, sponsor us. They're that, for men that's and a, women and everything in between. It's a perfect example of even the conversation that we were having about when guys like are, are worried about that. But also when like people, what we're doing is absolutely ridiculous. So like if a fart happens, oh, yeah. or a weird yeah. noise, and if you don't laugh, Get out of bed with me. Oh my god, thank you. Because oh I, god. like, to me, it's hilarious. Yes. Like, you, where you pee is in my mouth. Like, this is ridiculous. So, you might make noises. And also, where you pee is into my mouth. So, I feel you. <laughs> but, but, yeah, like, bodily functions happen also. So, like, yeah. yes, do a judge, but also, don't be worried if, like, I said on one of the last podcasts, like, if you create an air tunnel... I, you might not know this, but if you take your dick out and shove your dick back in multiple times, especially in certain positions, like it makes noise. It your pussy's gonna queef. 
It's just air. It's not even methane. It's not, it doesn't even stink. It's just funny. Like, laugh about it. Do you know how many times that's happened because guys think that they're porn stars, so they do that, like, first of all, it doesn't even feel good. So yeah, it really does feel good. Unless your cock head is huge and, like, I can feel that part, it really doesn't feel good. So don't take it out and put it back in. You're going to create an air pocket. And if you create the air pocket, you better high-five me with a giggle Same. after. Yeah. Because otherwise, now I'm left self-conscious. If you don't high-five me, the guy who, who's in front of me whose dick I'm also sucking should high-five me something. It's going to something. something needs to See, this is this is how you educate. Like, educate yeah. the kids. You know, educate like, the kids that creeps happen and farts happen, and sometimes you just gotta giggle, right. giggle through it. Well, yeah. Let's face it. Even if 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 uh, sex education becomes more comprehensive, which has a long fucking, yeah, I would be so stoked if a teacher stood in front of a class and was like, "Yo, when you penetrate in a puss." And you take a dick out and you put it back in or an object and you do it multiple times in a row in a certain position, you're going to create an air pocket and it's going to go and it's hilarious. I would have felt so much better Absolutely. about the first time that happened because I was yeah. like, oh my God, Absolutely. what's that? Like, of right. course. And like that person was young. They shamed me, you know, the whole thing. Right. And then you never want to fucking queef again. Like, yeah. You know what I mean? Yeah. Why am I not laughing at that off? Right? It's, it's ridiculous. Teachers right. should be teaching you about queefs. You know, <laughs> That's, I mean, that is... That B, is feel free to edit out. You took your time out. Yeah, oh man, I was feeling like very... Restrained. How are we going to take sexy photos? I mean, I still look good. That's true. <laughs> I look at the time I did it! <laughs> <laughs> um, have you ever been to a bathhouse? No. No. Ooh, sounds like something you guys need to do together. I've never... <laughs> Screw on the streets, bathhouse. Uh, the ones in we... New York City aren't very good. Because those are... They're dirty. What's the, what's the literal definition of like what a bathhouse? So a bathhouse is usually like a sauna. It usually has little individual rooms for if you want to like take a gentleman into your bed. Uh, it usually has like a whirlpool so you can play a little like naked footsie. Yeah, that's none of that's for me. Yeah. Uh, I remember I went to. I used to work at a place called Burgers and Cupcakes. Surprise! We sold burgers and cupcakes <laughs> on Twenty Third Street. It's right. In Should town. we shout out to them? <laughs> They're no longer there. They like closed down. It's us because the fucking burgers were goddamn delicious. Uh, but like this guy came in and he gave me a free uh, session at David Barton Gym, which is no longer around. Okay. And then I went to David Barton, which is a gay gym. And then I went, Anderson Cooper went there. <laughs> uh, <laughs> 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 I used to dress Anderson Cooper. <laughs> That's amazing. Yeah, I used to dress him. I dressed all those like guys. Like, Brian Gumbel was one of my clients. Don Lemon, I text oh, all man, the time. Oh, a whole bunch of other uh, <laughs> Yeah, Anderson was very funny because he would never, oh, that's no, fine. Uh, he would never remember his sizes, but you also weren't allowed to talk to him. He was very nervous around people. So okay. when he would come in, I'd just be like, Anderson's in the building. And then okay. everyone would like kind of scatter away from him. And then I would walk up. I was like, hey. And he goes, oh, hey. It's like, all right, let me know what you need. Okay. And then he'll walk up and he'll be like, what? You're a medium. You're a small in this. You're a 31, 32. Okay. And then he just wants to be by himself. He'll grab it and give it to you. But he was very like... And when people would walk up to him and interact with him, he did not know how to have human interaction. Gotcha. And it was very unusual. But he was very nice. So, like, disclaimer. Um, anyway, uh, David Barton Jim. Yeah. So, uh, so you went there? I went there and then I worked out horribly. And then I was like, oh, I've never been to a steam room. And I went to a steam room and then I got followed. And I was like, you know what? I actually really just wanted to work out, you guys. <laughs> <laughs> and then I. <laughs> <laughs> and then I walked out and I went home and I 
I'm just like, I don't really want to do anything, but like, it was too fucking hot. Like, it oh my god. But you should be able to say, like, that's the thing sometimes, like... It's know, like, no thank you. I'm careful to critique, <laughs> like, those queer experiences that I think should be a little different. And, yeah. like, those scenes are hot and great if you want it, but, like, sometimes they're unfriendly. And yeah. you, you don't actually get to feel like you have the power to navigate them as much as you should. You know, like, you should be able to say, no thanks, not today, I'm not interested. Without it having to be a shame, pissed off thing, like, on any side, like, do your thing... But, like, I'm telling you, like, I'm wearing the hanky in the off pocket today. Did you fill this up? Yeah. Oh, thanks. <laughs> Sorry. She's so, she's so good. Okay. Um, yeah, that's a thing that I've, I've heard a lot I just I just got that. I'm doing the hanky in the off pocket today. <laughs> oh, my God. I saw the movie Cruising. Yeah. And the most inappropriate with my stepfather, who was homophobic. I think I would feel very uncomfortable with that. Uh-huh. Wait. And then it turns <laughs> to a porn scene. My stepfather was homophobic because I'm from Norfolk, Virginia, so it's all naval. And that weekend I asked, oh, can I, sometimes I would go on the ship with him and like spend a night on the ship. But it was just in like the back. So yeah, and so there was like 10 hot soldier guys and we were all watching it. And my stepfather was like, I can't watch this and got up and left and everyone else stayed. And I'm like 15. Oh my God. If I could blow you all. Like, uh, and the shower the next morning was like, 15 year old me could not handle it because it was just a bunch of hot guys walking around naked. I was like, I'm in a porn. I'm literally in a porn. Wow, that's really good. Yeah, that's I know. A good story. <sighs> Sorry. That's hot. No. But they shouldn't do anything to me because I was 15. Right. But uh, well, 15 year old you being attracted to exactly. us is totally fine, obviously. Yeah. I mean, it's such a bummer when you're that age, especially when you're queer. Yeah. You feel like sex is like a million years away sometimes. Just yeah. Because like, People like anybody eighteen and over will touch you with like a ten foot pole. Well, and, and you like, and also you don't have a lot of peers that you can right. relate to and and sharing those experiences with. Absolutely. So you find yourself in those scenarios where you're like, oh, there are older men that maybe would be into this, but I can't be into that. Right. You yep. know? And that's yeah, that's frustrating. Okay. I talk as if I was a gay boy. <laughs> in my gay boy experiences. Uh, if there was any wrestler you could fuck, past, present, or future, I don't know. <laughs> I don't know why I said future. <laughs> well, I meant like... Who would it be? <laughs> uh, the first person that actually came to my mind was Cesaro. Uh, I feel like he would fuck me forever. Mm-hmm. Uh, and it would be... Glorious. Um, and then there's also this wrestler. Oh, well, it doesn't matter. I don't know. Uh, a wrestler. I think he wrestles in New Japan Pro Wrestling right now. His name is Clark Connors, and he has the fattest ass I've ever seen in my entire life. And I will show you a picture of it, and it's it's just ignorant. It just it, like, it shouldn't look like that. Ignorant ass. It shouldn't look that good to me. Beautiful. Um, and I would just like to just stand there and watch him just be naked, just doing household things, and then fuck him. Just doing I household things? Yeah, just doing household things. Can you please I'll, sweep your phone? <laughs> I'll probably never meet him, so it's fine. That's, That's okay. Cool. That's cool. Okay. Um, we won't tag him, don't worry. Um, is there any other kind of sports like activities that you like outside of wrestling? Uh, yeah, I mean, I like baseball. Uh, I used to go to baseball games a lot. I want to say a lot. I mean, like, a year ago. Uh-huh. Um, I think baseball is a really, really fun thing to go to. It's boring as fuck to watch on TV. Yeah. Uh, I do like football. I'm a Green Bay Packers fan. Uh-huh. Uh, I actually enjoy MMA whenever it's, like, on. Uh, and that's really it. I don't like basketball. I, I can like watch. I can watch. <sighs> Soccer's, like, a thing that's, like, hard because I also have a lot of European friends. 
who love like my best friend is Irish. Yeah. Right. So it's like um, it, we're always you know he's watching something so I'm I'm watching it because he's watching it when I'm in like the UK like I'm watching it because y'all are watching it. Right. Um, oh rugby. Mm. Right on. Mm-hmm. Those asses are so good. <laughs> is that the sexiest sport? Do you think? Absolutely. Yeah. They have not the best even, bodies. There's not even comparison. When I was at Barnes and Noble when I was 17, 19, uh, they I realized that there was a calendar that came out every year called Dotsdistad, and it was all of the rugby players all in the UK like naked. Ooh. And they and they would put it out for like uh, charity and shit like that, and it still goes on. They did it for like ten years, it's like full frontal everything, oh like actual rugby, like well known. That's amazing. That's the only reason why I know who Julian Araz is. That's the only reason why I know who like some of these guys are because I would never know. I just know them because I've seen your penis. That's, That's beautiful. beautiful. Absolutely. Oh my beautiful. god. Now I need a rugby calendar. Absolutely. Okay, taking into account your life of sexual experience mm. and the, your <laughs> and romantic experience, whatever, uh, the whole combination of your experience, um, do you have any advice that you would offer the youth? It's, uh, it's a hard thing to, to do, but kind of know what you want. I've been blessed to be in certain situations that weren't the best situations, but I uh, knew how to... I knew how to express what I did and did not want, and sometimes they got a little aggressive. Uh, but oh wow, that actually sounds really depressing. But I was just like, even like always knowing your escape plan. Where did you learn to navigate like that? Um, where, or where do you think that comes from? Your ability to be able to do that. I think uh, I don't know. Have you but I think been? yeah, well yeah, because I think when I was uh, sometimes I'm a, I'm a bitch and like and everyone like Carp Darnell's kind of a bitch. Uh, and one of the reasons why I'm kind of a bitch is that I'm a, I'm a small guy. You know, like I was, I gained. So you learned to like assert yourself. Yeah, I I gained when I turned thirty. I gained thirty pounds, literally. But like, this is thirty pounds heavier. So just imagine how small I was four years ago. So it was, and even when I was a kid. So it's constantly having to uh, be prepared for the worst. Um, so that you would know how to get out of it, because I can't find I can't find a fucking soul. Uh-huh. Like I just can't. I just I, I don't know. I'm gonna aim for your kneecaps, and I'm gonna hope for right. the best. <laughs> um, I always thought you were supposed to aim for the crotch. Like, oh, what did uh, Miss Congeniality say? What did Sandra Bullock say? It's like suplex, uh, suplex, no, <laughs> solar plexus, solar plex, something. In step, it, yeah, <laughs> groin nose, nose or something like that. It's That's like nice. it's really really good, but like. Sandra Bullock does Why I'm not a wrestler? I don't know. That's like a like I um, I don't want anyone to feel like the world is that unsafe or anything. Sure. But like I, you know, a lot of these situations I was uh, in, you know, going to people's houses that I didn't know, you sure. know, and. Um, and actually, that's something I always did if I was going to someone's house who I didn't know. I would always, like, leave an anonymous note on my bed. Nice. Like, where the address was, just Smart. so people knew. Uh, I would do it every single right. time because I would just, like, or I would text a friend. Hey, I'm going to this person's so, house. Here's this my is location. where they live. Right. Uh, send your location. Like, me. it's yeah. um, just always protect yourself because right. you're the most important person here. Absolutely. Um, I mean, that, 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 you make a very good point. I mean, part of, like... Part of the education too is like not like how do you safely navigate these spaces where you like want to have experiences but like 
where do you learn like to understand like some of these experiences and what they're like and some of them are unique to queer folks like, yeah and my straight friend i would tell I, when i was in london i was like hey i'm going to the vault so i'm gonna go fuck a couple of guys and he was like what's the dress again and i told him dress all right, yeah. all right go have fun i'll see you in a couple of hours like that's how it should be well I think it's important also I just want to piggyback on that just to say like I you know to expand on that a lot of I've been hearing especially lately a lot of younger people or just you know people that aren't as assertive as say yourself or myself or you you know that have been in situations where they felt like because they weren't the dominant male in like in a queer setting that they couldn't say no because it was expected of them to just Mm. go with the flow And I just want to point out to everybody, like, I understand, obviously, sometimes saying no isn't an option, and I don't want to shame anybody because they weren't able to say no. However, uh, understanding that you are allowed to assert yourself in in any scenario, and that you don't, you should never feel like you have to do this because it's a gay rite of fucking passage. And you're allowed to change your mind. For you to grin and bear it. And you're allowed to change your mind. You can show up to an eight-dude orgy where you said that you're going to be, you know, spit-roasted and you're going to be the one to take all the loads and you can be halfway through it and be like, I'm out. And that's, you're allowed. Yeah. You you're don't allowed have to, to you don't whatever. have to take one for the gay team. You don't have to be indoctrinated through a certain process. No, there is no right. so fucking way to be gay. If somebody wants you to do something you don't want to do, assert yourself and get out of there as safely right. as possible. Right. I mean, obviously that's easier said than done. I of course. Like but I just mean that there's, I, I know a lot of scenarios of younger guys that are like, well, I just thought like I wasn't supposed to say no. Absolutely. As opposed to, I'm not talking about a scenario where you're forced. I'm talking about a scenario where you did have an option, but you didn't realize no, you had an option because yeah. you felt like to be a gay boy, I have to do but, this thing. But you it's know? an old-fashioned game of you fucking cock tease. Like they learned it Blue from balls. their they learned it yeah. from their fucking fathers. Well, right? but we don't like, we, ta- we talk about it with women all the time, but we don't talk about we this don't. in a scenario where, once again, there is an alpha male in a room. And but the other person isn't a woman. It's a right. fucking guy. And we right. don't talk about the fact that you have every right to assert yourself and say that you are not going to do that thing just because that person thinks that you should. Amen. Mm-hmm. It's like watch gay porn, but don't take it so fucking to heart, buddy. Which, <laughs> which well, I heard recently one of my friends talked to me about how like there was a locker room situation where he felt like he kind of had to be flirted with by another guy in the locker room, and that's not fair. Just because he was the less dominant of the two in the scenario where it felt like he needed to prove himself. Like, he's, you know, he he, he was like, I felt like I needed to prove my gayness in that. As if, like, if I didn't want this guy, I wasn't gay. And it was just... That's not fair to people. I might opinion. want a fucking Snickers right now over you, and that's okay. Yeah, like, I don't... It's, just, it's, it's you assumptions know. that if you're a male and you're available, like, why don't you want me? Exactly. That it's happens just, a lot in the gay community, and I absolutely. just wanted to point it out as, you know, I know I'm an onlooker to the gay male community, yeah. but most of my friends are gay dudes, and yeah. a lot of times they come back to me with stories of, like, I had a friend that felt like he couldn't say no, and he yeah. just felt like he had to go with the flow, and it's... You know, oh come on, we all had to deal with it. Excuse me, what? Yeah, that's. I don't give a we fuck. We all don't if, have to deal with it. Thank you. Just that's, because we did doesn't mean we don't have. That's doesn't a mean we have to go forward. That's shit. bullshit. <laughs> and there's no such thing as being indoctrinated into any kind of fucking anything. You don't have to suck ten dicks to get a card. Well, Darnell's number maybe, but not a card. <laughs> 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 hey, speaking of which, what was your first porn experience Ooh. or experience with porn? Like when did you run into? I I. 
distinctly remember two things. I don't know when was. Oh, I don't know. Because, <laughs> uh, because my parents got divorced when I was young. I was like seven. Okay. And I remember distinctly uh, like being in my mom's room for some reason. Uh, I used to wear heels actually. Um, nice. And then I saw a book and I was like, what is this book? And it was like an erotic book but it had like cartoon pictures in it. Right. Like that was one of the first images I was like, oh, people like this is what this is. And then my dad had a comic book that was like sexually charged. Uh, and so it's funny that they were both like in that sort of uh, medium. Yeah. Uh, but that was the first time I ever saw anything. And then I think I saw, um, I think I saw a Playboy at some point very soon afterwards. But like I don't even remember my first like masturbation experience. I remember where I would do it. I would typically I would do it in the bathroom. Yeah. So I would like take a shower. I would take a shower. I would do it. Did you see this thing? What campus was it? One of the college universities was it like UCLA or something put out this notice in the front like in the the dormitories like that people needed to stop masturbating. Were they clogging the drains? Because they were clogging the drains. Yeah. What happens at my house? People jerk off in my shower, so they clog the drains. Oh. I have to do a regular auger maintenance. I jerk off in your face. I'm fucking. Yeah, you have a perfectly good Felicia face to jerk off onto. So, are you from the New York City area? I'm from not. Well, I was born in Pennsylvania, but I'm from not from Virginia. Oh right, that's right. Military. Um, what brought you to New York? Because I'm from Norfolk, Virginia. (laughs) That's a good answer. That is a good answer. What do you love most about the city? I can always eat. (laughs) <laughs> like hell yeah like I come home sometimes like wasted and it's like 3 a.m. and well I'm where just, do you live Tom? I live in Washington Heights mm-hmm. so it's like and I come home and I'm like nice. I can get a taco like there's no or if I you know if the taco places are closed I, there's a deli that is open right. that, that will give me eat. something Absolutely. to eat um, it'll and make I, me a I sandwich love, at 4 a.m. Jackson Heights is like that too I fucking I like, love that. It's anywhere, Chinese food yeah, places don't close until 4 a.m. most that's of the time. Yeah, I'm like, what the fuck? Yeah, I'll take a chicken fried rice. Hell yeah. Oh, oh, that's that's soup is so good. It's literally like my you're gonna, best thing. You're going to come to bed today sometime. Let's see. What is this? Uh, do you like to fuck to music? If so, what? Not really i think i've maybe done it like three times wow. yeah yeah it's just, it's uh do you find it distracting i i fuck more with the tv on than anything else okay. so something in the background okay i don't mind if there's something in the background like in that is be is it because uh, tv's your foreplay Probably, yeah, because yeah. we were typically like sitting and we're watching it, and then eventually, like, a hand comes You get comes distracted. Yeah. Um, uh, but, like, music, fun. no, because the problem is, is like, what do I do? I'm like sucking your dick, and I'm just like, hit me, baby. I'll start singing. <laughs> oh, yeah. So I don't want, I know uh, I would sing. Yeah, so yeah. I just, like, I'd much rather. That's not I, was, I was fucking to Tool, and I was like, some say the end is near. I was like, what am I doing right now? This is so distracting. <laughs> yeah, actually, like, <laughs> there's something random on the TV. I don't fucking know what this is. I'm not yeah. paying yeah. attention to right. it. Right, you don't know the dialogue of the show, so. Yeah. 
you're you're otherwise. It's like, I try to come like, up with like a titty to show or something. Like I always try to have That's, something. It, yeah, even if it's like SVU, there needs to be a titty or something. Uh, <laughs> but uh, like I, I remember a couple guys and it was it was like friends on. I was like, you have to change the channel. They're like, why? I was like, because I know every episode and I'm just gonna start. I can't watch Scream and have sex because I know every word to it. So I'll just the movie Scream? Every word. I was literally thinking about that. Other I'm a big fan of Wikipedia and I go on like Wikipedia tangents where I'm like looking at one thing and then I examine something of everything. And I was just like, I was on the train ride home from work and I was like, man, I want to know more about Scream. Oh, I know everything. And I, like, <laughs> I looked at all the filming and shit and then I watched Scream 2 last night. Nice. Like, yeah. I love watching Scream because now I just pick it apart for every like movie, so good. movie reference that they make and like you know all four of them I think are good I think they're wonderful I think they're all very wonderful and people who don't like them are just you just don't like fun yeah well it came yeah. out when I could go to the movies and see it it came out like fifth grade for me so that was like big you and, know and my favorite line still is Scream 3 when like Courtney Cox is on the set and she keeps talking to everyone and then someone says Gail Summers and she turns around with those fucked up bangs and she goes can I be any more popular and I don't know why and it's so funny to me because she turns around her bangs are fucked up and you're like Courtney you still have friends money at the time what's happening uh, it's just like a choice um, but I love that line it's such a I'm gonna send it to you it's such a no, specific I know. line I know could I be any more popular I remember I, so I know good. every I know scream every single one oh everything yeah, I've seen that on, on in your house more frequently than probably any anything yeah. yeah after you got stabbed I was like let's uh, break the ice and watch scream <laughs> He was like, this is a PTSD. Listen, oh, Oh, I'm sorry. Well, I didn't, I mean, my way of helping certain certain friends can cope with things by, like, doing this, right? But some friends need to, like, work through it. So I was like, I'm going to break the ice and rip a Band-Aid and let's watch Scream because it's very stabby, so. You should have watched Scream 2 first because stab is the name of the movie. It is, but I think that was a little too aggressive. And, like, the the stab through the actual, like, the bathroom door is a little too much for him, I think. At, like for a first go we need a little more like, <laughs> like lead dialogue yep. yeah i'll cut That's you like a fish ball. bitch um anyways do we have any more questions no we we done plum got through them we did we sure done did get through them. <laughs> we sure did so the last thing we want to do obviously is let you elevate all of the different wonderful things that you're a part of so just tell us everywhere we could follow you everything to follow about you your podcast what you do with uncanny everything uh, so I, you can follow me on Twitter at Dinolicious. Uh, that's my same Instagram. My Instagram is literally just pictures of me like wearing clothes. Uh, cause I am a stylist, uh, which is why I call myself the founder's fashionista. That is my day job. I went to like school for it. Uh, I love clothes. Uh, I am a part of the Pro Wrestling Mothership Network. Uh, it's a podcast that has several different, um, uh, it's an umbrella podcast. Does that make sense? A network. Yeah. Thank you. Yeah. yeah. Pro Wrestling Mothership Network. <laughs> uh, I do the main podcast called The Pro Wrestling uh, Live with Kevin where we talk about uh, WOW, WWE, AEW, Progress, everything. Uh, and then I do my own podcast called The Queer Nerd Podcast where I uh, have one rule. Uh, you have to be a person of color, a woman, or uh, someone in the LGBTQ plus community uh, to be a guest on my podcast. Nice. I've had one straight cis guy Surprise, surprise. Mm-hmm. Guess who it was? I wonder. RJ City. <laughs> I was going to say insane. We don't. Yeah. I think so RJ really was RJ our City. only straight sister. Wow, we really did put him over on those. We podcasts. really put him over so much. Uh, and uh, yeah, so we talked about the last one I did was uh, with AJ Gray, and we talked about For the Culture. We talked about uh, why wrestling companies don't want to book black people. 
And um, we talked a little bit about the Jordan Miles situation um, and why wrestling is fucking racist, uh, even though we love it. I also work at Uncanny Attractions. I am the social media manager. Uh, I uh, help book the show. I help produce the show. Uh, everything backstage. Um, help with talent and all of that goodness. We have. Uh, I will say this on your show. If there's, I'm sure there's some crossover for wrestling. Uh, we kind of officially announced it, but we'll have an official sheet out next week, April second, 11 p.m. Southern Nights, I believe, is a venue. We will be having our one, two, three, fourth. Uh, event. Uh, I can't tell you a match because some of the matches are a little uh, off, but I will reveal for the first time on the podcast like Woo! four people who are on the show. Uh, surprise, surprise. RJ motherfucking city is on the show. Which, by the uh, way, made happen. You're welcome. Shug <laughs> Dunkerton, uh, Faye oh, Jackson. Fuck yeah. And who is the last person? I I'm love it already. You. I love everything. I'm going to give you, we have, oh, well, I'll give you two more people. Dan Housen and Shazam McKenzie, uh, which I'm really, really excited about. I'm trying to get Mercedes. I really am. Um, I don't know if that's going to happen. But, uh, yeah, so please come support us in Tampa. And it's it, it's one of those same things. If you say you support, oh, this I'm totally going to fuck you guys up with this. If you say you support queer wrestlers, you should support queer uh, promoters of color as well and come to my show and buy tickets. And uh, if you don't, then you're homophobic. Yes. <laughs> Street shaming. Like, yeah. And I'll say this: I haven't been to a lot of shows recently because I'm either. Yeah, working, you went to my last show. I, I'm either working shows, I'm either booked, or I'm busy doing other things. Booked and, and busy. I'm booked and busy, but the last show I attended as a fan was Uncanny Attractions, and it was dra uh, Drags and Drop Kicks, and I actually talked about it on one of our last podcasts, but it was so much fun. I had such a wonderful time. I got to meet a bunch of fun people, and it was a really great atmosphere, and honestly, it was the best, you know, mix of wrestling and LGBTQ plus queer wrestling life, and everything was beautiful, so you guys really did a great job, so Thank hats you. off to you, and... I just wanted to say shout out to like that, and if you're in the area during WrestleMania week, you definitely have to check this show out. Fuck the other shows, this one's way better, yeah. <laughs> honestly. I did uh, shout out also to, uh, I do do work for Battle Club Pro. Uh, they've always been very, very supportive of me. So January 4th, uh, Battle Club Pro, Ridgefield Park. I hate that fucking venue, but whatever. Uh, oh, and I, there might be another announcement about Battle Club Club Pro from the screw as well, which I'll talk to you about later. Hey, <laughs> uh, hit, hit, hit. Uh, but make sure you come January 4th because uh, that will be a hell of a show. It's Nick Gage versus Jessica Havoc in the main event, but like fans bring your own weapons. I'm really excited. I like, I get to be in the locker room with Nick Gage. I have no idea what I'm going to say to him, but that's going to be fucking amazing. I can't wait for it. So everybody make sure you follow Darnell everywhere that he just said and make sure that you support wrestlers of color, promoters of color, queer promoters of color, and go to Uncanny Attractions because if not, then you're a homophobe. Yep, exactly. Yeah. It's the law. Yep. We wrote it here today. Constitution. Let it be known. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, happy impeachment, everybody. I have a sale right now on my many vids. You can see my titties for 10% off. Go to my... Twitter at Felicia Rose Raw. Anything you want to say, Aaron, before we go? Uh, um, nah, I'm good. <laughs> follow us at the Screw NYC because also if you don't follow us on um, online, you are also homophobe because we're two queer people trying to make it at NYC. So, Amen. don't be a homophobe. Follow us. See. All right. Thanks Peace for out. tuning in. Bye. Bye.